Hey, welcome back to My Town Season 2. I'm so excited today to be talking with my brother and uh, friend and, and Christian associate in the kingdom, Pastor Howard Jones. Uh, Pastor, we, we met in the summer of 2018, if I remember correctly. Yes. I was, uh, I was in a Lipscomb class for social justice and um, touring around Nashville, and I got to come to your restaurant, which you're going to tell us about, which is very exciting. Uh, yes. But more importantly, I gained a new friend. We stayed in contact over the years. Uh, we've attended the T-Palm banquet together. Um, mm-hmm. we've, we've emailed from time to time, and it's just so nice to have you on my contact list and in my phone that I know I can always reach out to you. So I'm excited today that you uh, agreed to, to, to do this, to connect. And even though it's ice and snow and everything outside as we sit here yes. in, our, in our homes, uh, can you tell us a little bit about your kingdom initiative? Even, even so cool that you use the name kingdom in what you're doing. And it's right here in Nashville on, is it Jefferson street or do I have? Yes. A- yes. Jefferson street, 2016 Jefferson street. Yes, sir. Yes. Well, well, first and foremost, thank you for what you do. It, it means a lot. It's, it's like that clarion voice. It's that trumpet that's going out sharing that good news that's trumpeting. And so I've got to first say, I think, I thank you for allowing the vision uh, of kingdom, you know, of what God is doing for you and through you and, and helping us all uh, just getting this out that folk would know that, that the kingdom agenda is happening. And it's happening in the city of Nashville and, and throughout the area. Um, so, yeah, it was great meeting you and, and, and thanks for our connection. Uh, but the kingdom, kingdom is uh, a, an amazing soul experience that transcends Howard. You know, it's, it's, it's beyond, beyond me. The word says, you know, I was hungry and you fed me. I was outdoors and you sheltered me. I was in prison and you visited me. So those mechanisms uh, are, are, are in part functioning at Kingdom Cafe. It's a soul experience um, where those who um, need a second chance can get a second chance. I, I believe a man who, who doesn't work should need, but if we don't give a man an opportunity to uh, be reconciled and redeemed and repositioned, reconditioned, then we continue to have the recidivism of a, a blighted community. So Kingdom gives that, and it's, you know, Kingdom of God has done it for all of us. And so, um, when people come to eat at Kingdom Cafe, getting a, a good meal is not just what you're getting. You, you're you're actually getting a good ministry and being a part of a ministry, being a part of changing someone's life. Um, so we started up, and it, it wasn't it wasn't an easy piece, but you know, sometimes a faith move is not. Mm. But still, you keep your mind on the on the, the substance of things hopeful. And then you start seeing the evidence of things not seen. And so uh, I'm excited. If I may just even get into the idea, uh, what some said, like hey, having a restaurant, it's just not a good idea during the pandemic time. Many restaurants have gone under. Um, but there's a promise to keep we have. And during this time, we encouraged uh, the employees to continue to work. We continue to stay open. We prayed, we continue to pray, we use safety mechanisms, and we never closed. Hmm. We have never closed. Awesome. And, and those that are serving continue to work, uh, continue to pay their lights, their water, their gas, 
Uh, some have gotten uh, automobiles to see them get automobiles and, and get happy. We celebrate the idea of them getting an automobile and just just going forward. Uh, it's it's a delight and it's part of the kingdom. It's it's greater than than any individual. It's 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 tr- truly kingdom of God, and we give all praises to to the Creator, the Father of us all. Hmm. Well, that you. So you said a lot there. I want to I want to circle back around and see if if you can expand something for us. Um, yes. The Matthew twenty five references really hit home. Uh, I've, I've preached on that a couple of times. I try to, I try to live it. Um, I know you do. I know you live it. Um, but you had something in there. If I can, if I can phrase this well, so you had something in there that kind of sounded like, uh, people, some people, uh, make some decisions that quite frankly, we, we would all say, well, that might've been a bad decision, right? Other people, other people have situations that were not from bad decisions. Uh, they, they, it was something outside of themselves, not, not planned, whatever. It sounds like you're incorporating both of those in Kingdom Cafe. Can you can you tell us a little bit about like you got patrons, right? And it's awesome that the restaurant didn't close during the pandemic. But I know from being there, a the food's great. Uh, I, I still remember what I ate, and you sat down with me, and we talked for a while while I was eating, and. Um, that the environment that it's in on Jefferson street is important because there's some, there's some memorial information and some information about freedom riders and all kinds of things just down the street from you under the bridges of, of the interstate. Um, and then the employees are really important. Like you touched on getting automobiles and, and doing things and, and kind of a, kind of a blessing of the job, but there's more blessing than just, money and acquisitions, right? Yes. Can you say more about all that? Man, and you've said a lot there. Family. <laughs> Family is is the key. You know, if there's if there's anything, a man being able to take care of his family is the key. And something I heard when you're saying sharing that in terms of the Matthew passage, you know, there, you know, we've all sinned. We've all fallen short. Um, and then there's a sin of commission and omission. And so we can concentrate on those persons that have done things that are wrong. But what about those persons that somehow been blessed and you're not helping others? And sometimes there are circumstances and situations where you're casual, you know, just, just part, part of the casualty of, of, of the blight. Mm. So somewhere there ought to be a blessing because to whom much has been given, much is required. Mm. And so that's what I see. I, I don't want to leave this life and leave it filled. I'd rather leave here empty that I've given as much in that. And I think it's required of us. And the kingdom cafe is, is be a part of that piece that, that you can come in and if you've messed up, you can, you can get a miracle in the middle of mess. But if you're looking to be that miracle in the middle of mess, you could also be a part of that ministry. Hmm. So, um, I could sit and say, well, I don't smoke. I don't drink. I don't, you know, I don't, I'm not going to jail. I have not done these things, but, but have I done those things that help to forward the kingdom? Hmm. Yeah. You know, have I, have I given back? Have I truly uh, pushed forward so that somebody that was maybe blind could receive sight? Can I give the accolades to that, which is due, which is the creator, man, because it's grace that we're here. It's grace that, you know, I, I grew up in Preston Taylor, not far from there in the project area, uh, not far. That whole zip code area, most of the it's the worst, supposedly worst zip code area 
to grow up in that most of the men there that are African descent uh, went to the penitentiary. I didn't. Mm. Could have. Maybe I didn't get caught. Um, but we all owe God something. And it's about kingdom. And it's not about Baptist Church of Christ. It's not about Methodists. It's about kingdom. It's, it's about the whole enchilada. <laughs> it's, and that's what we, we seek to do at Kingdom and seeing people um, just being able to be happy. And, 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 and it's, not, it's not always easy. And sometimes we, we got to have those courageous conversations, those fierce, courageous conversations that, mm-hmm. you know, you've know, you got to do this. You've got to make these adjustments. You've got to control those areas that you can control. And excuses are, are nailed to the cross. You, know, you got to have those kind of those kind of conversations. The the idea you come in and have a bad day, you can't pass that on to others. You know, you can't come in and and and, and create an atmosphere that's not um, welcoming to others. So go back, pray, get your time, pull yourself up inside internally, and have that PMA, that positive mental attitude. And uh, that's what we press. We press to do that. So I hear there's a. Uh... There's sustenance going on at Kingdom Cafe that's not merely just the meat and three, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It, it's about fooding, food, clothing, and and shelter. Um, all of that is absolutely needed, and it comes out of a, a a spiritual paradigm, and not just that that food piece. And it's just not about the food, sir. It's not about it's not about that. It's not about money. It's about you know. It's about ministry. And to see uh, some move from a uh, group home, if you can imagine a boarding house and you're living in a boarding house and I've gone to some of the homes and go and, and they're living in a, in a, in a room and they're being charged $125, $150 a week for a room and it's dilapidated, but to see them move from there to getting their own own apartment that's amazing Mm. that's amazing and so uh those who have enjoyed a meal or fellowship at at kingdom you've been a part of that ministry yeah that's real that's tangible that's something that you know it's not uh it's not just a situation of economics of uh you know supply and demand Uh, everybody needs to eat but when you eat there or when you get a job there serving people food, you could look at it either way, right? Yes. Uh, you have something going on that's that's bigger than just uh, quelling the the stomach pains that you're that you're hungry, right? Yeah, absolutely, if, absolutely. That, yeah. If I'm not mistaken, you you told me at one time that that not only do people move from those dilapidated situations you're describing now uh, and kind of kind of have an opportunity, an open door, if you will, to, to move beyond that. But you're really taking people who maybe other places wouldn't have given a chance, right? Um, not, not because you just take in, I mean, like I said, the food's really good. So it's not, it's not like you're bringing in people who can't cook at all and they're burning all the biscuits. It's, it's actually good, good cooks, good food. Yes. But these, these are primarily people if I'm understanding you correctly, that maybe other people wouldn't have given a second chance to. Can you say right. more about that? Some some of them definitely would not have gotten a second chance. And, you know, and, and some have come in and have made mistakes. And we we look at that mistake and say, OK, take a, take a day or so to consider what you've done. 
and um, give them another chance because oftentimes we all have another chance and not just second chances. Um, So, so yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's, it's been interesting to watch. And what I've discovered, uh, Stan, what I've discovered is uh, sometimes people have just not been spoken into, Mm. you know, you've not been told who you are, that you're from above and not from beneath. You're the head, not the tail that there's something greater inside of you, that your, your father is the, the father of all creation, that you're not a product of, of what you've been through. You're not your hair. You're not, you're not your community. You're not your failures. You're not a felon. You know, you, you, you failed, but you got up and that's what we're here to do and to treat everybody with dignity and with respect. Yeah. I hear echoes when you say that of Paul saying, Everyone has fallen short and you, you mentioned fall there and you mentioned get up and you mentioned that you're, you have value and that you get multiple choice, multiple chances rather. Uh, Aren't we, aren't we all blessed that that's true for all of us? I mean, all the way back to your comment several minutes ago that perhaps the difference between you and me and people who've gone to the penitentiary is that we didn't get caught doing something or we might've had the means that if we did get caught doing something, we had the ability to, to, to get it out of our lives somehow that other people don't have, um, which is mm-hmm. you really think about it. Everybody walks that road to some extent, I believe. Now, somebody listening will argue and say, no, 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 I've never been close to doing anything like that. But even if we look at something as trivial, I, I don't know if you remember or if I told you, but I, I, ever since I was a kid, I've, I've done race cars. Um, my family's been in racing and I was a professional driver for 17 years. And so it's hard for me to go to drive the speed limit. Uh, a yeah. lot of times, very hard. Yes. Uh, especially if I'm looking out at the road going, Hey, you know, yeah, it says that, but you can do twice that on, on this road. Um, and I had someone just the other day say, well, don't we all kind of break the law every day doing something like maybe even driving above the speed limit. And if you think yes. about it, if the law's the law and you break it, regardless of how you broke it, then really the penalty for breaking the law would still be somewhat similar. Now there's, there's earthly consequences. I get that, but, but just the fact that we could ever hold our heads high and and maybe our noses a little too high and act like, well, I've never done anything wrong and then look at someone else and say, but they have, but, but in all honesty, we've all done wrong in God's eyes to the exact same degree. We just have different baggage for what we did wrong. Does that, that ring any bells with uh with kind of what you're saying rings a lot of bells personally ministry wise public and private <laughs> it's yeah i i just recall here recent i was trying to get to a funeral i left home or late left home late funerals in uh, alabama one of my deacons his father had transitioned and you know during the pandemic time i wanted to just get down there and just at least be there with him so I was I was going for, and, and ran into a traffic jam. You know, the worst thing usually happened, ran into a traffic jam. And so I was I was I was hauling it, man. I think I, I could have won the Indy 500. I, I was hauling it. I'm telling you, my little car. And um, I, I got on this stretch of road, this stretch of highway. And and on top of that, I got to tell you, my tags were expired. I had a tail light out. And um, there's three strikes right there. And, and, and my glove compartment was, was jammed. I couldn't get my insurance card out. Okay. So two police cars pulled me over. Two. Mm. 
And they Paul came, walked up to me with hands on the weapon. And I'm saying, hey, how y'all doing? <laughs> Smiling and thinking like, he said, you know why I pulled you over? I said, I really don't know. Probably speeding. I, you know, you could have been a whole lot of things you pulled me over for. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I just said, I'm trying to get to this funeral. I really don't completely know where the cemetery is. And is there one around here? And uh, and he thought about it. He said, well, yeah, there's one back back over. And uh, he said, you, and then he told me how fast that was going. It was an ungodly speed. It was it was like I was going 80 and a 40. Oh. And he looked at me, could have taken me to jail. Could have cited me for my driver's license. Cited me for reckless driving, definitely speeding. Here's what grace is. He looked at me and said, hey, you need to slow down and let me go with a warning. Two police cars, the lights spinning. And I'm thinking, hey, you got me, but I, I'm about two seconds late <laughs> from getting to this graveyard service. And I didn't complain. But at the same time, as I drove off, I thank God for it and had to then tell about that the Sunday preaching because I could it could have been something even worse. And I've had and it's not the first time, which is incredible. It's not the first time yeah, I, I, I was driving once before speeding and 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 got pulled over, forgot to pay the ticket, forgot to go in. You know, they give you a misdemeanor citation. That's an arrest. I got arrested. I didn't go to jail, but that's a misdemeanor citation, sir is an arrest, all right? Um, so I think we should all think about that and, and think about what could have happened and maybe you were graced. So if you were graced in any fashion, you ought to grace somebody else. Wow. You just, you just gave me chills. And so people know we didn't plan any of that. That was not on the, that was not on the, <laughs> Hey, tell the story about the, about the speeding ticket. You know no. what's amazing while you're telling me that, is I'm thinking about how real you just made our relationship with God. A lot of people, unfortunately, in my childhood and maybe some people out there even right now listening to us and watching us, they still kind of think God is in that police car. You know, he's waiting for us to make a mistake, pull us over and say, okay, I got you on this and this and this and this. But he actually is more like the officer you just described where it's kind of like, you know, you, you could say, well, I just did a really good job of convincing him that I'm a good guy and that it was a worthy cause. And I was speeding only because I was late to a funeral and blah, blah, blah. And you could come up with all these things. And now a lot of people yeah. probably try that, but yeah. how awesome was it that you just said, yeah, yeah. You probably pulled me over because I was going too fast. Um, mm-hmm. And then they said to you, you know, slow down. You don't have to go that fast. Um, carry on the work that you're doing. And I I just, oh man, just thinking about how God is more like that with us, knowing that we have all have issues. We've all fallen short. We all sin. And yet he's about helping us instead of just looking for, you know, locking us in cuffs and putting us and saying, well, I finally got you. I got, I got you on that one or this one or technicality or these four things or, or whatever. And, and so, yeah, grace is, is just something I think we uh, um, unfortunately take for granted um, mm-hmm. because we all need it. And I guess some of us just feel like we've got a bigger dose of it than others, but thank, yeah. thank God we all get 
get his grace and that Jesus healed our ability to have that relationship with God that we couldn't, we couldn't do otherwise. Yeah. And, and I, I so agree with that. And the connection that we, I think we, we all began to see is that we're the body of Christ. Mm. And one of the, well, the vision for, for the fellowship that I, I serve is that we're becoming the greatest manifestation of Christ on earth, that we've got to be the, the, the Jesus that people are looking for. And we've got to provide it. I can't share good news about gospel and going to heaven and you're hungry. <laughs> I need to feed you. You're outside, you're outdoors. I need to provide and see if we could pull together the, 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 the wealth that God has given to us because he's the giver of every good and perfect gift. And so, I, and I just believe the more you give, the more he gives unto you. And I, I can prove that. I can share that with you. You, you, you. you may be able to argue with me, me about eschatology or whatever, but you can't argue with me about the fact that I gave because the God I, I serve, the father I serve gave to me and he keeps giving back to me and I can show it to you. Whew. Man, that's so good. Because while you were saying, uh, you know, while while you were making those comments of, if you're hungry, I can't I can't basically preach to you or tell you the good news or be be Jesus's hands and feet or be the gospel. Could have articulated it, I guess, multiple different ways. But yes. what I heard also was, you also don't have to become like me first for me yeah. to, and for us to agree on everything so that once we agree, then, then we can have fellowship. No, we can have fellowship even though we disagree because that is showing the world. Yes. Because that's what he did. Yes. He, he took care of people first and then told them, Hey, you know what? You might want to stop doing that. Or you might want to go off and not sin anymore. You might want to, you might want to, you know, invest more time, uh, reading your Bible or scrolls or whatever he might've said at that time, but he never started with, Oh, you're hungry. Okay. I'll feed you. If you agree to one, two, three, four, five. So why do we do it? <laughs> Not the method. You know, you remind me of the past. You just said when I was a child, I spoke as a child, I understood as a child, but when I became a man, I, I put away childish things in our homes. We have different temperaments with our children. My pop, we have, there were five of us growing up in, in the house and all of us had different temperaments. And some of us need more time. We needed some more. Some needed some slap time and some needed some lap time. So <laughs> we, we, we got it accordingly. But at the end of the day, we understood. And look, pop fed all of us. It, it didn't like, you know, it didn't say, well, you didn't do this, that, and the other. So you're not getting fed today. We all got fed. We all got the shelter. You know, and, and, he, and he shared that fellowship. So we want to be like that because dad actually loved us and demonstrated it while we were yet sinners, while we were yet growing up, making mistakes and breaking lamps and arguing with each other and falling out. He still extended the love to us. Our, our earthly father has demonstrated that heavenly father. And if we don't have an earthly father, then he shows and, and he's that example for us. Or we should be able to help help others on that level and be a be a be a father for them or or big brother or big sister for them. So that's true. To me, that's true spirituality and that's what we ought to do. And that's kingdom. Amen, brother. Amen. Uh, yes. I could talk to you all day, but I doubt these people would listen to us all day. So uh, <laughs> is there anything in in kind of in summary you want to say? Uh, uh something about the cafe or something else you're doing or just what you want to leave people with. And then we'll, we'll pray. 
Well, well, two things. One, understanding Jesus is Lord. Mm. Understanding that Jesus, the name means salvation, means what you've been looking for, for help out of the situation that you're in. And not just any kind of salvation, because everybody won't help you. And they're, they're asked for something in return. It's an anointed salvation. Uh, something else that we're doing uh, with the Fairfield Church, and we've got to do more of it. Uh, we have some affordable housing, mm-hmm. and, and they stay full. Uh, Two-bedroom units. For, for many years, it stayed about $500 a month. And it, I think at the high point is $700. And in Nashville, of course, that's, that's absolutely affordable. Um, we've got to do more of that. And, and I want to encourage whoever that's listening to you that God is absolutely putting you in their earshot. Uh, to understand that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God and what you are in demonstrating Stan is the embedded the, being in, in just embedded. This, this God is being embedded and shared. And so we just celebrate that the testimonies that you are indeed pushing forth out there. Thank you. Well, thank you, sir. Uh, and I, I love the idea of the affordable housing. That's just so needed. There's even some people having conversations right now that, as we come out of the pandemic and people's lives have been affected by it for over a year, there could potentially be more people in need of, of affordable low income housing than there was before the pandemic. So yes. uh, I, I, I thank you for doing that. And I look forward to finding ways I could join in and help as well. Cause that's, uh, that's, that's just, that is being Matthew 25. That is, uh, you know, I think of, of John 17 too, while you were talking, just thinking about, how Jesus says that if we do these things, then we show the world that God is real and he sent his son. Um, and, and otherwise they don't see that. And, and yes. the thing I heard loudly while you were talking, which would be my concluding uh, contribution to what you said is Jesus is alive and he is now. It's not just this historical story about a, a man who happened to be God, who, was here for 33 years. He is forever and he is alive and we shouldn't use anything but the present tense for Jesus. And I, and I want to embrace the supernatural that, you know, the things we, we think we've, we think we live in a time where everything is explainable, but it doesn't have to be because it's just frankly not because when God's involved, things happen, even like this conversation. We said when we started getting ready to record, well, we'll just let the spirit go where the spirit goes. And look at what we've done. I mean, yes. not by us, but just how he guided what what went on in your life, what goes on in mine. And um, you just cannot, you can't orchestrate it. You can't plan it. You have to no. yield to the fact that God is actually alive and well and working uh, in our midst. So yes. thank you for always modeling that to people and embodying it is uh it's a blessing so if you don't mind let's let's close in prayer yes father thank you so much pastor jones uh thank you for our lives being intertwined thank you for what he's doing there at kingdom cafe on jefferson street the lives that he's changing uh because you've changed his life and because he believes in you and wants others to live eternally with us that are your children uh, and with you in our midst forever and ever. Uh, I ask you to continue to bless his ministries, bless these new initiatives with the affordable housing that um, he's entering into and just continue to uh, shape him and mold him through the power of your spirit, through Christian formation to become more and more the image of Christ that we all have seen and heard today in this interview that just the 
the flame that you have uh, fanned and that it burns so brightly uh, in Howard is just a blessing to all that he interacts with. And he represents you well uh, everywhere he goes and everything that he says. And you are proud of him. And we thank you so much for, for him. And it's through Jesus that we pray all this. Amen. Amen. Glory to God.